Hello, everyone, and welcome to Toronto Rock Total Access. I'm Mike Hancock, along with the co-host, Challen Rogers, and we are getting ready for a big homecoming here. Two home games in a row coming up, Chal. Are you going to be ready for this? I'm very ready for this. Now, at the end of last week's show, you said good riddance to bye weeks. They're past us, and now things get really busy. Yeah. And I don't mean just for you guys. It's for us in the <laughs> office. It's insane. <laughs> it is insane. But anyways, we won't talk about that because that's not that interesting. <laughs> so let's get into this game in Halifax on Friday night because if you're sitting back there just as a lacrosse fan, man, was it a good game to watch. Was it a great game to play in? It's exciting for sure. Uh, that atmosphere is always pretty pretty electric, and especially after when they score that bang noise or whatever, it always catches you off guard when you're not thinking about it. But um, yeah, just great, great team effort, and just happy we could pull out a win in a place that we haven't been able to. Now, I want to talk about a couple of goals, and before we talk about you, let's talk about Dan Craig. What? Like, as you're watching that happen, like, what's going through your mind when he uh, dodges the first guy, and then like, what? I mean, since playing with Dan, it's just like he come come to get used to him doing things like that, and just breaking ankles and that face dodge, and just silky finish and i just don't know how you stop like he it was even funny because even john abbott on the call he kind of had a little bit of similar to de- similar demeanor to you i guess you could say in his call and that you know what he was saying he kind of went like score like like he couldn't believe it yeah right it was that moment of and do you share that as well a little bit like you're saying like you're you're like, oh, he beat the first. Like, is he gonna score? Like, is he gonna make this next move? Is he gonna, is he gonna be able to score? And, but is there then a little bit of a sense of disbelief? Like, wow, I guess not disbelief, but amazement. I guess. Yeah, I think amazement's the right word. Um, yeah, Dan just can do that. He's so agile, and when he throws a stick back, his ability to just sell like he's gonna shoot. Like, I thought he was shooting the ball there, and then he, <laughs> he doesn't. And then just like you said, it's just like, oh, oh, <laughs> Willie? It's just, is is yeah, is I had a very good view for it, and I was very fired up for it. Would you say, and I think the answer is probably yes, but we can maybe talk a bit more about it, but it, he's getting better. Oh, since day one, since he joined the team, he's been getting better every time this group's gotten together on his own, and obviously... I just think he's getting to the point where, like, he's almost in that, and he might already be in many people's minds, but, like, that true elite, elite, like, offensive player now. Yeah, I think Dan Craig's very elite. His shot, his vision, his his defense, something that you probably wouldn't say for him, but, like, he loves it. Like, you see him in the D film sometimes after they're done out film, he'll come down and just, just be watching the D film and um, you know, whenever defense is brought up, he's like, Ooh, I love defense. I love playing D and you see it. Like he's, he'll run back and play D one, not worrying about it so much at all. And then he does his job and it's communicating and it's just, he just fits into what we're doing defensively. It's just his 200 foot game. is really, really fun to watch. 
Yeah, and I mean, Matt Sawyer has mentioned several times that he thinks, you know, if you ended up having to make the switch and just run him at the pack door as a D guy, that he would excel there as well. And and that's where, like, you watch the way he plays the game sometimes, and like you mentioned, the ankle-breaking stuff. And even him just wanting to play defense, like, he talks so much about that, you know, basketball might even be his favorite sport. Maybe even more so than lacrosse swish <laughs> and exactly <laughs> now you know right there's a reason for everything but you know do you, like to me i watch him now and i just can't stop thinking about his basketball mindset to the way he plays lacrosse yeah no yeah. okay yeah. i don't i i just see it i sometimes just those extra moves it feels like you could just put them on a basketball court sometimes yeah, I don't know his handle situation. I don't know his dribbling <laughs> abilities. So, <laughs> like, I don't. That's a tough, you know, crossover there. If you put his play this past weekend in a basketball setting, that's you tough think one. so? I don't. Know, I feel like it's kind of tough. Sell the shot in a. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All right, I just. I know, it's I, like I, Kyrie Irving level, just handles. You know. Yeah. I don't. Know. No. I don't know. We're talking hypothetical. I don't know. I know it's purely hypothetical. Never going to happen. But I just, I always think, I just always have that in the back of my mind just because he has talked about the basketball thing as much. Now let's go, uh, let's take a hop into the pool here and go swimming, Chow. Wow. Like your goal, it was a full on in the Hancock household get off the couch, fired up. Like <laughs> it was one of those ones where the game seemed like it was very much in hand. Right. And then they go on that little run. Now it's a one goal game, but just like walk us through that because, and don't talk about the celebration yet either. Cause that's a totally different thing I want to ask you about. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how many people caught it on the broadcast. Cause it was kind of subtle, but I want, <laughs> I'm going to ask you about that after. So keep that separate but just walk us through that i mean backing him down backing him down and then taking him back up swimming finishing being like the ability to stay out of the crease there all that kind of stuff just walk everybody through it i uh, got the ball attempted to go underneath um kind of right away um and then i think boosh tripped or something and kind of took away that underneath space. So <clears throat> I think I tried circling back and looking to kind of get rid of it in that situation. Um, didn't really see anyone, so I just kind of started posting them up, using our basketball terms that we're used today. Uh, started posting them up a little bit, and then just in those situations, I feel like over the past year and a half, um, it's something that I've kind of worked on, that post-up m- moves feeling the defender and and what they're trying to do and and uh you know like listen to Doss and Doily and Rusty and Maddie and and all the guys and um just trying to take in what they've told me and in that situation as I'm backing backing him in usually I want to do something in that situation super fast and it just like clicked as I was like looking just like be patient that's all that Kind of came over me it was just like be patient and just see what happens here and then um yeah the the swim came off the step back which i wanted to shoot 
but he kind of stepped towards me and then it just kind of opened up the swim it was beautiful thanks like but even what you know then halifax challenges and i guess they thought maybe on the shot the step into the crease not that you were in the crease or stepped on the line before you released the ball or anything but that maybe you touched down before the ball actually went in which i think it probably was a little bit closer than what we were able to see on the replays but you know even that the like space management will say on that like you were not in the crease but you were right in the crease <laughs> We've usually done a pretty good job at being in the crease while <laughs> being in the crease. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's nice to let the big 12 and a half feet just not go in it this time. All right. <laughs> now, let's talk about after you scored. Yep. You made your way towards the glass. Yep. And it appeared as though perhaps you made eye contact with somebody or did something. Like, it wasn't totally clear on the broadcast. So what exactly happened after you scored the goal? After it went in, obviously it kind of got hit there a little bit towards the boards. And then I was just like, whew. Just kind of was like, ooh, that one felt good. Like, you know, when went <laughs> I don't know it's tough tough feeling to explain like I assume like going like bar down or just something like feels yeah. good you know and uh that's what that was I was like yeah in my head and I was like Whew. and I, as I was going like Whew, I was running towards the glass and just like made eye contact with buddy there at the front <laughs> and then I was looking at him and we were just kind of looking and obviously I realized he's kind of a Halifax fan and I just kind of like just gave a little fist pump like you see that? <laughs> and he let me know that he saw it. <laughs> did he? What, how did he let you know that he saw it? Or uh, that just, he saw it? Uh, put a made a gesture? Up. Yeah, made a yeah. gesture. I loved it. That is, that's that's good. I mean, <laughs> I, you always wonder, and I've, I think, you know, I think we've asked you about this sometimes, and even when you talk about I think a couple weeks ago, it's like, you know, do you remember any fans in the building? Like, even when you walk out for warm-up or anything, like certain guys in the building or anything. But I always wonder, like, how much you guys notice certain fans in the arena. And I know in some buildings, it's like there's, like, that one fan who just doesn't stop, right? And you can't you can't help but notice that person. But I still go back to, like, are there little things, like, during games and stuff, you're like, man, that guy, like, if I score, I'm – making a point of having a nice subtle celebration in front of that guy or, a, or lady or whomever. Well, there's two people here, I guess. One, someone who's sitting kind of by our bench was just nonstop heckling who was ever, whichever group was at the door, they were just nonstop. Or it was just heckling me because every time I ran off, I heard that guy just screaming at me. Um, and then – like just screaming at just you, like, per- like yeah, Rogers, like, you suck. Yeah, like what? stuff like that. Yeah, okay. And All just right. or like, I got blown up on a pick, and he's just like, "Yeah, you like that? Whatever, you know, your yeah. classic stuff." And it's like, <laughs> yeah, we got the ball and went down. Um, yeah, but uh, and then the other side of it, like seeing our boy Chris, uh, Chris Gligit, Gligit, I don't know his last, Chris G. Okay, Christopher. Uh, he was our sideline reporter a few years ago. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, Chris, yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris. 
And he, him and his mom were uh, like right on the glass, right by our bench. So like as the boys were coming out, he's like, "Let's go!" Like wearing his rock jersey and just firing us up. And she's like, "Let's go, Chow!" I'm like, "Let's go, Chris!" Like you're here, let's go, let's have a day. That's but, awesome. Uh, yeah, it was cool to see them um, and see them support us like they always do. There were a fair number of rock fans in Halifax. There were people that made the trip. Yeah, and I feel like just with the chatter around here, even today. The number of little small inquiries about, you know, Montreal, the game there, and and then Vegas coming up after that. It feels like the Rock fans are starting to travel well, we'll say. Oh, I love it. I love seeing Rock jerseys. Like, we saw Rock jerseys in uh, PCLC, too, when we played them down in Fort Worth. Yeah. And they were also at a Rochester game a couple years ago. Yeah. For uh, the, the cancer jerseys. Right. Uh, I think I know the fans you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And I think they are frequently at road games. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it was just kind of cool to, like, you know, walk into an arena for your game, you're stretching, and then all of a sudden you see rock fans, one, and then rock fans that you've seen before mm-hmm. at other away arenas. It's just it's pretty cool to feel that support. Now, speaking of these away games in Montreal, we should touch a little bit about on this game about this game that will be at Place Belle in Laval, Quebec, coming up on February the sixteenth. Um, are, are you getting excited about this game? I know it's down the road, and we've got lots of business to take care of in front of us, but it seems to be, you know, kind of creeping up. I know uh, I sent you a message today. You probably haven't even read it yet about a press conference. You read did it okay. on the way up. Press conference coming up in February, but it just starts. It's now feeling like, you know, we're as we're recording this, we're one month away to the day of that game in Quebec. And, uh, you know, are you guys starting to feel are the guys talking about it? Is it, you know, uh, yeah, I think it's kind of been a topic of discussion here and there. Um, for me personally, it's not something I've truly really thought about and probably won't till uh, the week before um but that's just that that's just me but um yeah no it's gonna be a super cool experience obviously montreal being um not the biggest uh lacrosse hotbed um in canada and hasn't been for a while so it's nice to kind of just put eyes on the game and and hopefully um you know spark some kids and some adults to one, start playing and learn the game and try to give back and coach. And um, it's just uh, it's a big step in the right direction for us growing the game. And I think we're going to see a very strong contingent of our, we'll say, local fans, local rock fans here making this trip because you've got a lot of the school boards are going to be off on Friday and it's family day weekend. I think you're going to see a lot of people making the trip. And as we get closer, I think you're going to hear even more around here and whatnot that, hey, we're making the trip out. We're coming to the game, right? You know, it's a five-hour drive from here straight on the highway, and it's not that bad. You know, you, you get there, and uh, a lot of people want to spend an extra day. There's a Montreal Canadiens game the next day uh, against Washington Capitals, which I know some people have been saying they're staying an extra night to uh, take that game in. So it's um, it's going to be a lot of fun, and Thanks. it's coming up quick. Yeah, big sports weekend. Yes, it's one of those things where I say things are getting crazy busy here. <laughs> There's a lot going on. <laughs> I was told uh, some of our rock, rock stars' parents uh, have come up and mentioned that it's going to be a road trip. Dad's road trip. 
Dads only. Dads only road trip. That's what I was told by one of the dads. It's like, right on. Let's go. To La Belle Provence. Cheese, si. cheese curds and gravy. Oui, oui. Only the squeakiest cheese curds. Allez, allez. <laughs> I know. You got to see. This is the thing, though, coming about this press conference. You're going to need to have a couple small French phrases, I think, ready. Je m'appelle Chalon. Okay. We can expand on that. We may, we'll work on this over the next, you know month or so um ale ale yes <laughs> there was something i sent you one when you were going to be doing the interviews with tsn about it uh just to end your your interview and i don't yeah. think you, you didn't use it no would have been good i read it and then deleted it from my memory <laughs> <laughs> oh there you go people see sometimes uh most of the time he just doesn't listen to me that's good that's not true I know, I know. I appreciate it. You put in a lot of good work for us here. Thank you. <laughs> even though you know what? Speaking of this, you didn't get back. You didn't even respond. You did you? I was reading. Defer to I wasn't deferring. On I was... So I sent an email out to a few players that uh, you know often have the availability to go in and do a media appearance at CHCH the week before our games. Many of you will probably have seen them, and there happened to be two openings coming up. We like to send two guys to each one. I put five players on the email. Four players responded. The fifth one was just just couldn't fit into the time slots. To even reply. No, I, I read it. <laughs> I read it this morning. Right. Uh, and you said, actually, oh, that's not this true. This looks like I it's actually, all under control. I read it last <laughs> when you first sent it. I read it, and then I read it as the other replies came in. And then I was like, oh, Corb's. Corbs is filling that last spot. How unfortunate for me. I can't go and do it. Yeah, I know, but this doesn't totally put you off off the hook. Like it's just I know, means I know. It just prolongs it. great so, opportunity coming up in the future. Well, you know, CHCH. I love CHCH. My boy Timmy B. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just I would love my teammates to also experience Timmy B and CHCH. It's very nice to be. Well, we had uh Phil Mazuker. Phil Mazuka and, and Josh, Josh yeah. Dowick did it. Uh, That's a tandem. Last right time, there. right before, yeah, they did really well. Josh actually was awesome. Like he, he had it all down. I mean, he's been around here forever, so he's been watching and seeing yeah. and he knows the drill. Living in all this for for ages. What so about Davey Murray's uh, CHCH? Yes, they were good. He was <laughs> very, <been> around, <laughs> he was very nervous. That was that the most before. nervous thing I've ever seen him do. <laughs> I thought he was okay on air. It was just funny, the conversations beforehand when he was asking me. So, again, full background on this. Uh, Dave Murray and Emily Kenyon from our Toronto Rock Sports Medicine and Wellness Center. Here at the track, if you need any kind of sports medicine or wellness. They're the best. <laughs> come here. So, they were doing an interview on CHCH just to talk about the clinic opening and all that. So, we've set the scene here. But before it goes on, Dave asks me. So, you know, are we going to get a chance to talk to the to the host like before we do it? And I'm like, well, maybe for a couple of minutes, but you got to remember he's hosting the show that's on live. And he goes, okay, so, you know, what if it, you know, would there be a chance to, you know, do it again if it doesn't quite go? <laughs> and at this one, I'm not sure if he's just kind of grinding me a little bit over it. But I said, no, no, Davey, like this is live, like just one shot. So, oh, okay, you know, because Dave's so soft-spoken and the most one of the most delightful human beings you'll ever run into. Also, by the way, yeah, 
But uh, yeah, it just kind of looked at me and said, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, is he really okay with this? Or is is the full sweat happening as he walks away? It was so funny. Because obviously we posted on like Twitter or something. And I remember uh, it's been brought up to like just getting taped or something. And Emily and Davey are obviously right beside each other. And um, (laughs) Emily said she didn't watch it. She couldn't watch it. And uh, I was like, "Oh, you did great! Yeah. You did a whole lot they better both than." Did great, yeah, I, I said thought. you did a whole lot better than oh. this guy over here. And <laughs> Davey obviously laughed. It was pretty funny, but uh, made a comment of like him. It was him swaying, like you'd sway back and forth, or he's doing something with his hands where he just like kept on moving them. And I'm like, "That's number one. You cannot do that." <laughs> but as soon as they start talking about like whatever they're being asked it's just like yeah they just know it so it's it's easy like that but it was good because i thought emily was good too because she even like mentioned something about oh dave's been around and i think she called him oh yeah this guy's a legend or something like that (laughs) i was like oh dave would have been like oh yeah i am a legend (laughs) (laughs) or be like finally that's what he should have turned around and just finally someone has recognized me for being here and doing seven thousand nll games and yeah there's time i mean at, at some point like dave murray's i don't know Roll of tape is going to have to be retired into the rafters. Honestly. Honestly. (laughs) Yeah. What do you do for an athletic therapist, head trainer? Might as well be a doctor. Borderline is a doctor. Yeah. Without. What do you do when you retire, recognize like what I'm trying to think of what other teams have done for recognizing that like support staff and that. Maybe uh, just some season tickets or something. Maybe a car. Uh, yeah, season tickets. Yeah. So you're retiring. Well, you now still have to come to every game, but you're just going to sit in the seats. Yeah. Um, that's no. That's a good question. Motorcycle. Maybe Dave gets a motorcycle. I don't think you'd be on. A you don't think it'd be a motorcycle no, I don't guy. Think he's a motorcycle I don't guy. Know, I would love to see him on a motorcycle. Yeah. No helmet. Letting the, the flow fly. Uh, if like Jamie presented him with a motorcycle after, but it's like Davey, but you get a rider off the field. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets on, pulls the bike off, and just rides off the field, off the turf on a motorcycle. But another sunset. Yeah, I feel like it'll be just a nice, you know, wristwatch or something. Or uh, yeah, he deserves whatever he wants. Yeah, He's and not it. to say that Davey, this is not a hey, we think you're retiring <laughs> no, soon he, or anything, because you know we, we couldn't get by without you. So. You still have many, many years to go. At least till child retires. We're just going to probably be at least, what, another 10 years? Yeah, Davey has that in him. Yeah? All right. Uh, what else we got coming up? So it's 80s night this weekend. Yeah, we talked about outfits last week yeah, briefly. It still hasn't made any Nothing progress. has materialized. Have any I of the guys... I thought about it the other day. Have any of the guys <laughs> done anything? Uh, not that I've been told, no. Huh. All right, well... Yeah. Maybe you guys should chat about that tonight. Yeah, maybe. Because, cat out of the bag here, there is going to be a little bit of a, uh, let's say, style focus to the next episode of The Doc. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I won't be getting interviewed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what if your teammates all think that you have the most style? Then then they're wrong. (laughs) I get... I could name five people more stylish than myself. Who would you think is number one? Latrell. 
Okay, yeah, that was easy. Number two. Uh, number two, I would put Phil Mazuka. Really? Okay. Number three. Oosh. Oosh, really? I think, yeah. Wow. Ah, see, now, now I'm thinking about it, and there's more than five. I might be. Are in the you saying bottom. more like it's like five guys that really like care about it? Uh, like put a little guys extra that, like, effort. Look, look presentable. Look presentable. Or like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> what I'm saying, like more than guys that just like, hey, I need a suit for the game, so I just this is my whatever. I don't care. I walk in, I take it off. Who cares? That's like me. Okay, but then there's the group of people that are like they want that walk-in picture. Brandon Slade <laughs> has to be <laughs> something that they're going to move forward with on their own social media because they want Tristan with sunglasses on. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why were the Sorry, sunglasses we, on? Yeah. Uh, Tom told me, but I don't know if I want to. Doesn't like bright it's, lights. No, it's a, it's a sponsor of his. Well done. Yeah. That's more impressive than anything. Yeah. Way to go, TD. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. So I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. it's a sunglass sponsor. Why not? Yeah, why Get not? Get them into the mix. Throw them on for a... Hey, look, it's Latrell Harris just <laughs> roaming through. Number one style guy. One number one style guy, yeah. Looks good. He does look good. Sporting the uh, armor mesh uh, stick, a little Gatorade Duke. Steven. He's got to deal with Gatorade. <laughs> TD's got sunglass guy. Yeah. Latrell's got whatever. Latrell's going to be that guy that's going to get some sponsorship stuff. I guarantee you at some point. Yeah. Like outside, I think like outside our traditional thought of like the lacrosse realm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay. Well, all right. On to the next topic, says Chow. All right. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, I don't agree with you. Um. Anything else? Like, what, what have you been doing since you get back? Like, what is the routine now for you a day after the game? Uh, oh, good, good topic to bring up. Yeah. What an absolute battle of a travel day that was post, post game. Yeah, just flight delays, right? Coming back. Because the weather was bad here. It wasn't necessarily bad in Halifax, right? Uh, yeah, windy or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think we left the hotel at 445. And then before we got to the airport, our flight was an hour delayed. And then... Which isn't that bad. Like, you're probably kind of expecting that. <laughs> no, no, or not. <laughs> and then what? And, and then, then it was, what, four? And then we had breakfast. And while we were having breakfast, it got delayed another hour. And then there's, like, this little patch of, I don't know, empty space with some chairs and then, like, this wall. And it's probably, like three meters by two meters, like just a good little rectangle spot. And 85% of our team is just on the ground there, just passed out <laughs> for like two, two, three hours. Really? Yeah. Just found a good spot to nap. That's well, all right. It's the only thing you could do. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But uh, not too bad. You guys made it home safe and sound, which is good. Uh so then, but I'll go back to my original question now. What what are you doing now, days after games, especially on a travel game? Um, <laughs> tried to stay awake Saturday. That's that was my day. 
tried to watch as much football, hockey, lacrosse as I could. I'd put lacrosse, I'd have football on, and then I would have the lacrosse on my phone, and then there'd be times where I'd just get a little sleepy, and and I'd just rest my phone while it's playing, and then have a little nap, and then wake up to it. It was great. Goes let's, back to your question. Let's talk football actually for a second. Let's divert here for a moment. Um, was your Super Bowl pick eliminated this weekend? No. Who is your Super Bowl pick? <laughs> I got a few. <laughs> <laughs> I feel uh, like that's, um, that's kind of like me. I'm not really committed to anybody. I feel Buffalo and San Francisco, but. Yeah, Buffalo is definitely there for me. Uh, I feel like they're playing some good football right now, and they've kind of been playing playoff football for the past few weeks. Um, see, I'd like to say the Ravens because they've been buzzing here late in the season, but I, I don't think one of the number one seeds is going to win. Like, honestly, I can see Detroit just somehow. It's, I don't know. That's now the story, right? It yeah. was going to be, I felt like if it was like, obviously if Cleveland somehow got through, then that would maybe be the story. There's still some great storylines that exist. Um, part of me is kind of happy that the Eagles are out. Yeah. I only wanted Jason Kelsey to do well. Yeah. And well, nothing against the Eagles, but I just felt that they just like clearly just limped to the finish line here. And, more, and it was like, eh. It's more the fandom of the Eagles that annoys me, I think. Because when they, when they yeah. were, what, 10-0, 9-0? Yeah, 10-1, well, right, yeah, and then they finished. They were the best team ever and just ask any Eagles fan. See, and but then I don't know. But there was a lot of Eagles fans that were like, they almost saw this coming. They saw it after they lost a few games, but like when they were buzzing, they were. Yeah, I don't know. I, I felt like I kept year. hearing things about Philadelphia Sports Talk Radio and that, and that the fans were quite critical of the team even when they were ten and one, and they thought this is this is not going in the right direction. And you see that guy on Barstool? They posted the clip of the guy dumping the uh, popcorn from the stands on Nick Sirianni yeah. as he was walking yeah. off the field. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. It's what I don't understand. I was thinking about that, too. It's just like, oh, if, let's just say you just leave your cubicle, you're walking to the car, and <laughs> someone just dumps popcorn <laughs> on you as you're walking into your car. Just like, what would you want to do in that situation? It is such what a What would you do in that situation? But exactly, but it's such a different, you know, world. Pro sports being, you know, that somebody is, is buying a ticket to come and watch you or – is invested as a fan in terms of, you know, they put time into watching the games or they buy a jersey and maybe sit at home and watch it on the couch all the time. But, you know, it's like many comedians, I feel like I've done the bit, right, about like, you know, what if, like you say, guy working in the office and people are sitting back there like, you know, tweeting about him being like, wow, you really did no work today, right? Like you were useless, whatever, like all these kinds of things. But I can't use a mouse. Yeah. <laughs> Any of those types of things, right? But when it comes to professional athletes, performers, actors, whatever, anybody who's in the spotlight, it's just like, you know, no holds, like no holds barred, you know, no rules, everything, fire away, throw food at people. Like that'd, that'd be a good, uh, you know, like Instagram account or TikTok account. Just like you show that video of Buddy pouring popcorn and then you doing it to random people. It might get you beat up, but it would be pretty funny. <laughs> like just walking into one of the offices here across and just dump like 
go over to Shay and just say, here you go. I don't think you did a good job today. <laughs> Popcorn on the head. Yeah. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> or like just stand at the door. You're done. You're yeah. done, Shay. You're great. done. Yeah. Because that was, you know, it's, but it's also like, you know, when you think about sports and just how invested people are. Right. It's the emotions. It's, they feel like they've put time into it. They feel like they're part of it. Right. That they've got a piece of this. And, and all they really want you to do is win because it's going to make them happy. Yeah. And when you lose, you're probably not happy. They're not happy. And the only way they... <laughs> uh, so hopefully everybody out there in Rock City is going to be uh, getting into the theme as well. And then we've got the Beach Bash coming up. And then uh, Country Night coming up on Saturday, February the 10th with Chase McDaniel performing live at halftime. And we also have the Country Night Pack. Do we? We do. What's two, that? Two tickets and two Rock City Cowboy hats starting at 100 bucks. Fantastic deal. Sounds like a steal. Fantastic a deal. deal. And, of course, you get to see Chase McDaniel perform live at halftime. He's going to be up here in Toronto doing a bunch of media, uh, promoting, uh, you know, doing some promotion. He's just signed with Big Machine Records. And I think he's going to he's gonna be a big deal. Freaking right. Yeah. He's got a pretty big following. I when uh, I saw the video of him saying he'll be performing at our game or whatever, I was I was quick glancing like you know a quick scroll and I was like, oh, when did I do that? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that's not that's not me. No, no wait like, a second. Real quick. Okay, glance. but yeah, like, yeah, real yeah. Quick. Let's dive into this here though. What was it about? Because he was wearing a Challenge Rogers jersey. It was just quick. It was very quick. You know, like it just. Like I didn't really. But was get it because like look. you saw the seat, like the rock jersey with the C, and you no, thought, like, oh, that's like me? No, the hair, the general features. He he has hair, and he, he has hair, and he, <laughs> he has, has a beard, like, yeah, and he had a Challenge Rogers jersey on. So actually, now I can see yeah. all the reasons why you would think that that might be you. And especially fact, on the quick scroll, the yeah, quick scroll, yeah, that's what I would, yeah. But it wasn't him. I'm very excited. Any particular 80s song that you're looking forward to hearing this weekend? Um, when you hear it, you'll have heard it? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> There's uh, nothing that pops out? Uh, How about Mark Matthews' goal song? That's what you should have said right away. What is his goal song? Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> it's a song from the 80s, and I picked it out, and I can't remember it. Um, it's the uh, Don't You Want Me. Where it goes, oh, that part. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, <laughs> Are you ooh. Googling 80s music? I, I right did now? do 80s songs. Yeah. I, see, I, I love music, big music guy, but like I, I have a tough time putting them into decades. And, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot out here. Well, and I feel like when, even when we've been going through and kind of, cultivating the music a little bit here over the last uh, week or so there's a lot of stuff and even some of the trends and toys and like some of the little nostalgia videos that you'll see in game there's so much stuff that came out in like 1980 or something or 1989 and we found this last year too with 90s night and even the decade stuff when we're trying to do stuff and it's like well this came out in 89 but it really feels like it's more of a 90s thing or like vice versa again like 
these things that like came out in 1980 that I'm almost like, well, I, kind of, I, f- I felt like that was a 70s thing or something. But anyways, you'll see some of that stuff uh, in-game on Saturday night. We've got some other fun little things. And I believe on Saturday, this may roll out before, but on Saturday night you may see the debut of our Beach Bash promo with the guys. And it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. We are actually – I was – Watching it as you walked in here. I don't know if you saw it. I heard you it. it. You heard it. I heard yeah. it. It's pretty good. It sounded funny. It is. It <laughs> is funny. And you're featured. There's a good thing in there with you, actually, where you're not talking. But it's good the way uh, Shay packaged it all up. So it's good. It's good. I think it's good. Is that it? <laughs> no. What is oh, that? What that was a. Uh... No, 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 no. It didn't, oh, you didn't year. make the sunglass this year. Oh. Got cut. Shribes has got sunglasses. Oh, yeah. does he ever? Yeah. yeah Just kind of like I saw that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he, he can have that cut. That yeah. was a good cut. It was good. Mark Matthews. Actually, Mark had sunglasses is, on too. Yeah, and he was, uh, he's really good in it, actually. I feel like sometimes if he just get into some of this stuff, like he is so good. Because he is quite a character. Like he's been a refreshing new jolt of different kind of energy in the dressing room right yeah yeah i think he they were talking about him and corbs were talking about uh something they had to do with the rush years back of uh like the <laughs> the uh calendar oh, or something. i knew you were going there <laughs> <laughs> and i i remember I, I, like, I remember yeah. like mark being on i think it was a motorcycle or something but it's funny it's just yeah but you know it funny. was beyond calendar right like they had billboards in <laughs> edmonton <laughs> i didn't know with that. those guys up there i couldn't <laughs> believe that they got the guys to do it i mean good on the guys for 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 doing that like that is amazing stuff that they agreed to do for the team and you know really just promotion in the game and, and all that kind of stuff but i was i was shocked when i saw that i was like when i heard that and then i saw photos of the billboards and i'm pretty for sure i think corbiel was on a billboard yeah definitely. yeah i don't know who else or maybe it might have just been corbs that, that made it to the billboard but yeah <laughs> it's just like so if people don't know what we're talking about the, the rush ran a basically campaign where they had the players essentially be photographed shirtless and <laughs> They were on motorcycles. They're just looking like almost like a firefighter's calendar, yeah, basically, exactly. right? So, you know, totally harmless, whatever. And but they ended up, you know, they they really were like, hey, this is great. Let's put it on a billboard. <laughs> Let's let all of Edmonton drive by it. <laughs> See the guys from the rush. Look where we are. Look where we are now. Well, where we are now, Chow, is we're looking forward to a couple of games coming up this Saturday night, January the twentieth. It's eighties night. The Toronto Rock are taking on the Georgia Swarm. Uh, again, 7 o'clock start at First Ontario Center. Great seats still available at torontorock.com. The 80s night pack is still on sale as well. Two hats and two tickets starting at just 90 bucks. Miami Vice style looking Toronto Rock logo on these hats. Um, hopefully we'll see lots of those in the crowd on Saturday night. And uh, again, lots of great lower bowl seats available still. So uh, hop on over to torontorock.com and grab those. And then... The next week is the big matchup, the big rematch from last year's uh, playoffs. The team that put the Rock out of the playoffs, Buffalo Bandits, come to town. The defending NLL champions on Saturday, January the 27th, and that should be a very big one. Game time, 7 o'clock. And again, that is the much-talked-about Beach Bash on beach bash. January 27th. So looking forward to that one. Um, 
Anything else we want to touch on here, John, before we wrap it up? Um, no. No. I think we can save save anything else for the next show. Yeah, I can agree more. All right. Do some, uh, you know what? I think next next week's a great time for us to bring back uh, what we're watching. Yeah. I mean, do some. I mean, do some research do some on watching? what I've been watching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or just watch something so you yeah. have something to talk about. Yep. Yeah. I might do that too. There's also a lot that I want to watch that we can discuss. All right. And we have to remind people to send in their questions, total access at torontorock.com if you want to have your question answered by Chow. Or you. Or whoever else is on the show. Yeah. We do need to secure a guest for next week. So also your assignment. No one was here. No one was here. No, unfortunately, if a certain player that we just talked about would have maybe got in a little bit earlier, maybe we would we could have had him on the podcast. Maybe. So maybe next that would have been the guy. That would have been the guy. And he first could, time too. Yeah, I haven't had. Well, with uh, you, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I've I've had Thomas been on the podcast before with me. But I don't think we. I don't think he's been on with you. No. No. Right on. That'll be good, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll do my best. I feel like when we do interview somebody that's not around a lot, it kind of it goes really well. Yeah. Like the TD interview, I think, is still up there as like one of the best. <laughs> Treasy's was good this year. Yeah, he's but Treasy's always good. And it's like those interviews are a little bit easier because for me anyways, I right. know the, the guys who are around here all the time, I just know them better. Right. But guys like TD, I don't really, you know, I don't see him a lot. I talk to him once in a while kind of thing. It's very work focused. Whereas, you know, you're here all the time. We talk about all kinds of stuff. Right. Same thing. Rosie, everybody, like all the guys are around here all the time. So I just I find sometimes like TD when he came out and said, when I realized that it was you that did the public address. Announcement. <laughs> right. And then he chirped me for having no hair. <laughs> Like those are great. You probably cut it. Those are great. Probably cut that. No, I think I left that in there. No, there will never be another episode that I have to cut as much as last week's episode. (laughs) (laughs) For many reasons, mostly because I just I I caught the giggles and uh, (laughs) there was just a few things that hit me and it was just funny. I was just and, and it's weird. I haven't had that happen very many times, either hosting the podcast or in other broadcasting stuff here and there that I've done over the years. It's I've never really full on like, you know, and you know, what's weird about that too. Just sorry. I know we're rambling on here at the end. I always find like if something's live, it's like there's some part of your brain that's like, you can't lose your mind and start laughing. You can't mess up as much, but when it's just recorded and it's just whatever, I find there's a much higher likelihood that you're just going to right. For sure. Well, because even in this episode, people won't know, but there was a couple of edit points in here. Yeah. Right? People <laughs> won't really know, but, you know, had it been live, we would have been. I feel like over, over you know, the seasons that we've done this together. <laughs> Has uh, it even been a year? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. The season. Um, season. Okay. Um, and I totally forgot what I was going to say. So... <laughs> And I almost did a spit take. Um, that's gonna be that's upsetting because that was on this. You found we were talking about live versus recording. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You found over the okay. Here we go. I am now just being like, you know what? We're not live. Say whatever you want. <laughs> so before you kind of 
before I was like, yeah, I'm just going to make it easy for you and not. Not have to worry about edits. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's just it's go time. <laughs> Put me to work, hey? All right. You know, we, we probably are going to have to bring Shay on the pod at some point. At some point. Yeah. And I think he'll be pretty jacked up to get on the pod at some point. I think people would love to hear Shay. Here's the thing. Here's what we'll do. We'll have a little test here at the end. No one can tell Shay that we talked about this. Nobody that's hearing this. We'll have to wait. And when Shay does come and say, hey, I heard you guys talked about having me on the podcast, then we'll have him on. I love that. Yeah. So nobody can tell Shay Getzinger, our digital media coordinator, <laughs> that he's got an upcoming interview slot. He's got to figure it out on his own. Because then we'll also know if he's listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Doing his job. All the way to the end. <laughs> which is, you know, it's some real dedication. It is. To listen all the way to the end. Especially like when this. we ramble on here yeah. for 30 minutes. Yeah, we haven't been kicked out. We have a hard stop here usually coming up in a few minutes. So we're, we're done early. Yeah, we don't have anybody circling around the boardroom here this week. So it's kind of weird. But uh, we do have some deliveries of some merchandise coming in right now, which uh, hopefully those are uh, for this weekend. But anyways, Chal, I think that'll, uh, I think that'll wrap this up. It's a great it. show. It was good. Great show. Good job. All right. In the meantime and in between time, for the co-hosts, Chal and Rogers, I am Mike Hancock saying that's it, that's all. Another edition of Toronto Rock Total Access is over and done with. We will chat next week. <laughs>